This is Peak Too Early, presented by SAV Racing, featuring Mike Gendron, Trent Fontanella, and Steve Gendron. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the greatest running podcast in the world, Peak Too Early. I am one of your hosts, Steve Jenner, and I'm joined by Mike Jenner, who is somewhere off the coast of Massachusetts. Mike, how you doing? I'm not just somewhere off the coast of Massachusetts, Steve. I'm sitting here in the Jenner Saloon. We are live from the Jenner Saloon. We got a uh, small studio audience. Studio audience, make some noise. That was that was some, lame. Somewhere but. between two and three hundred people, <laughs> yeah. small for us, but <laughs> somewhere I'm between okay the number it. two and the number three hundred <laughs> people. Um, but yeah, you know, this is uh, this is how you know we're old, Mike. Is that we are sitting on our butts watching the Boston Marathon from my house, and we are not out on the course today. But well, I just wanted to bring that up. I almost said it when we recorded on Wednesday or whatever, because. I could tell we already knew that we were coming here for it, and I could tell you were almost too ashamed. I was ashamed to say that we weren't going in. But listen, it's raining out there, and we would have seen Kipchoge for all of two seconds. We would have saw Connor Mance go with Kipchoge and lead the race for half of it for about two seconds. We'd be falling in on our phone. Now we can watch the whole damn thing. We can get live reactions. We have three hundred people in the crowd <laughs> listening to us. Baby Joel is in the house sleeping upstairs while I drink mimosas. I mean, yeah, well, that that's what I, I was. I'm, I'm pretty happy about this decision. <laughs> that's where I was going with this. Something happened called kids. It'd make it very difficult to get out there and tailgate for the Boston Marathon. So I, I know we had some some big ambitions for today, but you know what? I'm I'm happy with where we're at. We're getting to see this whole race. We're giving kind of live commentary as we're watching it. We got the Red Sox set up on a separate TV. First pitch is coming shortly here. So you know, I think for for not only us, but for the two crew, the listeners of Peak Too Early, this is going to be a better product today. I think so. Agreed. And as we're talking, I mean, this is what I'm talking about. As we're talking, we got yay, trying to gap the field a little bit here. Uh, Kipchoge, Kipchoge is still kind of hanging with his uh, his crew behind. We're an hour and a half into this race, and we got our first kind of break of the the, the lead pack. Yeah, so uh, they they just turned the corner at the firehouse. The pack is in Newton. They're hitting the hills. It looks like they're at the hill right before Heartbreak Hill, and Guillet's making a move. And hey, look, Mike, Kipchoge is falling off the chase pack. Kipchoge. That, oh, that's Kipchoge. It looks like we have. Looks like in the chase pack we have uh, Kipruto. Uh, no, no, we have. Who do we have there? We it have the those updates. Looks like we got Katata, Chibet, Evans. Yeah, so so Kipchoge's falling off. So this is either he's either struggling here or he's playing the hill smart. He's he's kind of the the uh, the wise world record holder here, just kind of letting the young guns uh, burn themselves on the hills a little bit here. Yeah, because. Where are we right now? We did we just enter the hills? Yeah, we're. This is. I think this is. This they're they're on the Newton. They just started the Newton Hills. I am not worried about Kipchoge. I I don't think. I mean, it is odd to see him fall off the chase pack or the lead pack. That's not really his style. But it's he doesn't look like he's falling apart by any stretch of the imagination. He doesn't look like it doesn't look like we're in emergency mode yet. And on the women's side, Emma Bates is holding strong in the lead pack there. I think is a. Uh, 
been a very impressive race from her so far. Hopefully she can hang on and, and compete a little bit. But, you know, before we get too far into the end of the marathon here and what's happening, I do think we need to talk a little bit about some of the things that happened early on in the marathon before we forget uh, Connor Mance opening up the marathon in a 1407 5K. Yeah. Woo. That's blazing. Dang. I mean, and, and I know it's easy to kind of let this race get away from you. It's easy to let the first 5K at Boston Marathon be pretty fast. But I don't think anybody saw that coming from, from Connor Mance. A little no. bit of a little CJ Albertson mindset. Because he's always been, uh, you know, a pretty smart racer he's never panicked when he's lost the lead in a cross-country race or anything like that we've seen him storm back at the end of cross-country national so to see him leading the boston marathon and leading it through a 1407 and he kind of gapped cj in the first five yeah. like cj the guy that we've joked about always goes out in the first 10 miles has taken huge like huge leads in the boston marathon he's gapping cj yep um i mean it wasn't like he was alone running that 1407 he was side by side with Kipchoge. Um, there's probably a lot of adrenaline there. I think those guys probably wanted to get out fast. Um, so I don't think it was a bad, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell exactly where Connor is right now. He obviously fell off the, the front back there, but I don't, I don't know that I necessarily think he made a huge mistake. No, I, time no. will tell, but I don't think he made a huge mistake. I think he went, he was with those guys for I think like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, so. and I think I think if we're being completely honest here. No, he never expect. He, I don't think Connor Mance or C.J. Albertson is expecting to win the Boston Marathon. No. The race for them is to be top American, and so Connor Mance and C.J. Albertson are doing what they think they need to do to become the top American today. So, um, yeah, and I think it's especially on the Boston Marathon course. I, if you're if you're trying to make something big happen for yourself, I think going out hard is probably a good strategy. If you're trying to put put it on the line and 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 really kind of take a gamble, I think you can do that on this course because it's such a fast start. Now the the downside is that is you can let the first half of the marathon get away from you. And you can be destroyed the second half, but that's the risk part. So um, I don't I don't think it's a it's a bad strategy on on their part. Um, C.J. Albertson and Connor Mance. On that note, they kind of held tough in the pack through about the halfway through about the half marathon, looking strong. Um, C.J. Albertson, it was pretty funny watching him run because he the pack stays together and Kipchoge kind of commands the pack. Right, that con- it's fun watching a guy like Kipchoge. Just kind of command. Oh my god! Oh, uh, and they're cutting which, back to the marathon here, and Kipchoge is falling way back. So back who we got? Back. Who we got? We got uh, Career. We got Belay. We got Benson. Benson. We got Evans, and we got Guillet. So uh, who's that? Uh, uh, career. The other Career. Kipchoge is falling back. Kipchoge I mean, is not looking great I, right I now. I no longer think that this is a strategy play. Yeah. Well, because those guys, I mean, Evans is Evans Chibet is not a guy that you're gonna hunt down in the last couple miles. No, no. So he's in trouble. I think I think we have we have about we have another couple miles. I'd say I'd say give it another mile and a half before we announce Kipchoge dead here, but it's not looking great. This sucks. Oh God, I I we talked about him, like there's a chance that he didn't win. I want to see him. I want to see him compete. compete yeah, you know, I want to see him in this front pack coming down the last couple of months. This sucks. I don't think it's over, Mike. I don't think it's over. Uh, I mean, I mean, what's pack, what's? That, that I know. Is, 
Mm. This is that not angle's not great. He looks pretty yeah. far back right now. The last update was at yeah, it was a little bit ago. Yeah, he's further back. Than that. But Mike, how many times have we said it leading up to this race? Boston will do that to you. There's no, there's no foregone conclusions in this race. There's no, there's no, uh, you know, guaranteed uh, winners at Boston. Boston is a different animal. Um, it every it hits every single runner different. Experience matters in this course, and especially for a guy like Kipchoge, he's a little older. He's thirty eight years old, and all of his major accomplishments over the past few years have happened on in pretty sterile, rel- rather flat environments. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a uh, it, it's that's that's Boston for you. You know, so this you, is this is a different this is a different animal. You you officially deemed him our goat, Steve. Yep. What is the status of that if Connor Mance catches him? Ooh. Is Connor Mance the goat? <sighs> we said, I mean, what did we say we needed from him? I think we said we needed a top five finish out of him. I don't know if we said, I, or, I think we just wanted to see him compete. Yeah. I mean, if he falls yeah. out of top 10. I'll tell you right now. If he if falls CJ, out of top 10, do we revoke? If CJ Albertson, uh, I won't say Connor Mance. If CJ Albertson beats Elliot Kipchoge today. I think the goat status is in question. I mean, we love CJ Albertson. Don't get me wrong. No, I, we, no, we are I, huge CJ fans. But you can't be the greatest of all time and lose to CJ Albertson. No, again, no offense to CJ. That I mean, that's that's a high standard we're putting here. But that just, yeah, you just can't have that. Oh man, I this is yeah. tough. This is this is tough to watch. But anyways, on the CJ Albertson thing, a little bit before half, I was just about to say it. He was kind of separating himself from the pack and running tangents when everybody else was kind of running down the middle of the road. If you're going to run Boston, you got to learn the tangents. That's a that's an oh, old yeah. that's that's a our old high school coach's number one thing is you got to you got to know the tangents of every course you're racing. So, if you're running down the middle, you can't have CJ Albertson telling you where to run. If well, you're Kipchoge, Kipchoge d- d- uh, shout out to you know, one of the three, four hundred people. The crowd is growing, by the way. The four hundred people out there. Um, and one of them pointed out when we were watching that at some point Kipchoge was trying to like reel the pack in from spreading out like that. He didn't like uh, Albertson kind of taking those tangents and not yeah, not bringing in the pack. I don't know what the context of that was. Um, and here's a question: Just because CJ was the only one in that line. Are we sure that that was the tangent? Because no, we're not. Because, because, because I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, oh, Matt, what was that, sir? Way back in the back row, there were two. There were two people who were off on that tangent. But you have like eight of the most like elite marathoners in the world, all sticking to one to one tangent. I don't know that I'm ready to say that CJ's was the right tangent. <laughs> now that I'm thinking, because in the moment we're like, look at CJ go taking those tangents. I don't know if I'm ready to say that that was the right tangent, actually. That's fair. That is fair. Um, hey, I got a question for you. This guy leading the race right now, who is it? This is... I don't know. His bib says Evans. Is that Evans Chibet? So that's what I wanted to say. It looks like there's a mixture of first names and last yeah. names on these bibs, and I can't stand it. Speak, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt this point, but Emma Bates is is in the lead. She's looking strong. Emma Bates is in the lead. Who else is in that woman's pack there? We still have. Uh, so you got Brisos, Saul Peter, uh, uh, yeah, Brisos in that. Uh, Gebra. 
I keep wanting to say Gebra Selassie, but I think it's pronounced a little different. Ah, uh, the woman from um, Israel. Chip Goss guy's in there. Uh, Chip Cheer Cheer's in there. Yeah, so that's still... But Emma Bates taking the lead. I she's mean, in the she's, lead, but and she's nothing, coming up to the hills right here. It's looked like they're taking on their first Newton Hill right she now. She looks like she's putting herself in position to try and Yeah, this is Evan Strebet. This is I, Evan I do not yeah. like this. I do not like this. It has his first name on his bib, and I, I'm all confused right now. But yeah, yeah. Cause, right, because right behind him is Gay. And yeah, has, you can't you can't give me a mix of different different bibs. It either has to be all first names or it has to be all last names. And we're able to suss it out because you know we are the just the experts in the in the, in the running world and the distance yeah, running world. You know we we never get names wrong. We never screw anything up like that. But to your layperson. <laughs> They might think this guy's last name is Evans. Yeah, he can't have that. And they look at his bib, and, and then they look up. This guy's about the, to go win the damn thing. Um, I mean, he is about to go win it. It's, yeah, I, I'm ready to call it over. He's about to go in. Well, come on, Mike. Let's not do that. Ga is not <laughs> getting him. Who's going to get him? I mean, uh, have I ever called a race too early, Steve? In my life, <laughs> and it's so, over. And then Kipruto's another one. His name says Benson. I've been calling him Benson. So Kipruto's still in there. I mean, I, it's over. You want to you want to give me the field? Yeah, I'll give you the field. You give me the field? Yeah, twenty bucks. Deal. I'll take the field. Right. Um, I mean, the field is really three guys at this point. It's not like I'm giving you the field. I'm giving oh, you three guys. Give me a break. Kipchoge's back there, Mike. Kipchoge is. Yeah. Well, Fine. Some, give me the field. To, someone's got to peel him off. I'll the take the field, soon. Mike. Look, he's coming back to Alrighty, the pack already. Right. Now it's over. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we be, and also before we get too far towards the end of this race here, we need to mention uh, my phone was blowing up at the beginning of this race. Um, several peak too early jerseys oh, yeah. out there. Um, I think it, I think it was our guy Jack Broderick that made it on ESPN. So like a perfect shot of the peak too early uh, singlet right at the start on ESPN to start the marathon. Could it couldn't have been a more perfect way to start the day for me. And you said there was at least another one spotted, right? We had he said, at, he at said very I, I, got a, I, got, I got a text from somebody that was on the course that's saying they'd seen a few peak too early singlets, which is awesome. Steve, who is this coming up on? It's Benson Kip- here. Come oh, on, no, that's your guy. Oh, uh, that's Talbi. Um, yeah, Zuhir let's, let's Talib. Let's talk about him real quick. Or, or Talbi. Zuhir Talbi, I, I believe his name is. I, he's, um, I think he's Moroccan. Moroccan, yep. Um, yeah, no, he he's a guy we got to get on the podcast. I I'm trying to remember. I believe he was the guy that within like back to back days he competed. I think it was in the D three Nationals and he won the 10K in D three Nationals. And then a few days later he was at um, the World Championships. He did he competed in 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 and it was like within a three day span. I believe that's the same guy. And now he's about to pass Kipchoge in the Boston Marathon. Uh, these guys are starting to real chip in a little bit. I'm still not worried about it, but it's going to be a little bit more of a race than I than I made it seem like. Um, but that's what we want. We want this to be fun. So the women's field is it, no breaks yet. That is a massive. Pa- what do we got? Like 12, 13? Yeah, women, it, it's a deep field led by Emma Bates, though. Led by Emma Bates. But I, I feel like... Where is, is Sarah, has Sarah Hall been... I, she hasn't really been in the mix today at all. All right, they're taking the turn at the firehouse, so they're coming up right up the. So I think they're they're just past the halfway point here. Um, so the thing that's always frustrating about this is uh, 
the pack of elite women are kind of making Emma Bates do the work here. Oh, yeah. You know, so it, I think that there's one of the, there's, unfortunately, there's a little bit of um, team play going on. Team play or, you know, let's let's let the American do the work and we'll kind of lick our chops back here. So, yeah. unfortunately, there's not a ton of respect being paid to Emma Bates in that field, which I don't know. I, I think the only thing to do there is if she feels confident on the hills, I think she's got to go, Mike. I think she's well, got to make a move and separate and string it out because right now you got a pack of 12 women working together that are just kind of feeding off of her, and that's not good for anybody. That's what I was saying. I mean, like coming into the hills, you could tell she was trying to position herself to be at the front of the pack. So I don't think she was looking to get sucked off of. I think she was looking to make a move. I would not be surprised if Emma tries to open this up on the hills at all. Hopefully. Hopefully. Because I think the way it's looking right now, she's looking strong, but... I think that if if you're just gonna let ten women just relax and and you know crush her on after the hills, then um, you know it's not gonna be very great. But she's in a great position here. So do we wanna do we wanna take a little break and then maybe come back as we near the finish? Let's come in for the the men's finish. Let's come in for the women's finish. Okay, I feel like we uh, got everyone got the vibe of where we're at right now, but. It's gonna be hard to have any real reactions yeah. until we see what's So let's go what's crack a Miller Light. Miller Light. Let's wait a couple minutes and let's jump back on the mics. All right. So everyone, go run to the bathrooms. I know it's probably gonna be big long lines in the bathrooms. Go refresh your beers. Yeah. Sorry about the beer prices. Um, you know, I know it's. They, don't listen, forget. Listen, don't we forget. don't set the beer prices in this venue. <laughs> you know, it's just they're expensive. Don't forget to tip your bartenders. Yeah, that's right. All right. All right. So the leaders are coming into Kenmore Square right now, passing Fenway Park. Um, and also a little bit further back, our guy, friend of the program, Connor Mance is in the process of reeling in Elliot Kipchoge right now. He's going to beat him. It's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> I mean, Ch- Chibet's your champion in Boston and Connor Mance of BYU is about to take down Elliot Kipchoge. And Hey, pretty big deal. Very big deal. And, uh, don't look now, but the guy who I said, at the halfway point, was going to win this race. Benson Kipruto taking the lead as he's coming into Kenmore Square. So while we were off, the broadcast literally said, this is a two-man race now, not talking about Kipruto because it was just Guillet and uh, Evans Chibet, and they were wrong. I mean, this is a two-man <laughs> race, but not with those two guys. Uh, well, I wouldn't count Guillet. I mean, he's... He, I mean, he's still like two seconds behind the pack. Well, I, I know, he, I know, I, he's falling back, but let's not count him out yet. I already counted out the whole field, Steve. I said Chibet's going to win. <laughs> so I mean, uh, and on the woman's side, Emma Bates still leading the the leaders up up the hills. So this is just becoming an annual thing, Steve. The 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 sprint to the finish. Oh, and Evan, like I said, Evans Chibet is about to win this thing. But the sprint to the finish at Boston, I mean, has it always been this nope, way? No, this is this is a relatively new phenomenon it just, where it comes down to, uh, you know, Hereford to Boylston. I mean, that, that never used to be the case. But it, I mean, I feel like since the podcast started, it's been a... We've had a, a it's showdown, been a, a it's sprint been a to kick, the finish. It's been a kicker's race every single Boston since we started the podcast, which is, I mean, it, it's extremely exciting i mean it's it's unbelievable that you know you you race 26.2 miles just to come down to a sprint down you know boylson street so i I wish mikey track talk was live on twitter right now because i i broke this news like 45 minutes ago that evans chibet is your boss marathon champion 
and nobody's gonna <laughs> give me credit because this is gonna come out tomorrow. all right so he just he just opened it's up over. another it's over steve it was over 40 minutes ago and it's it's still over literally nothing has changed nothing I, this might be his last kick. It might be a last ditch effort to separate himself from this. What do we got left? Like a mile? No, we have less than a mile. Less than a mile. Well, yeah, we got about we got about no, not less than a mile, Mike. We got about a mile and a half left. Okay, it's over. The course record is twenty three oh four. I want to say. So they're not going to get. There's no records being set today. What did you just say? Oh, two oh four. He said uh, geez, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. Like, I don't know. What two that minutes. Means. Uh, two hours. What does that mean? I'm sorry. I've had a couple millilites. Uh, no, no. The course record is, I believe, it's two hours, three minutes, and four seconds. All right. Well, the screen is green. Oh, the screen froze for one second. Like literally four seconds, the screen was frozen, and by the time it unfroze, Evan Subet <laughs> has another like thirty yards on these people. Thirty yards. Give me a break. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but I mean, give me a break. From this angle, yards. they always look closer from this angle. The head-on angle. They are far away. Yeah, but look. They are not, Mike. They, it is. No. Steve, look at He's looking over his shoulder. Yeah, because he's wondering how early he can start his celebration. This is Get over. out of here. This is not over. He is freaking out right now. Look at Okay, let's Venmo's time from, fine. from right there. Let's go. Venmo's fine, but I do like cold, hard cash. You're going to need. Oh, we got a baby crying baby upstairs because he knows that Mike, his father, is about to lose this bet. No. Oh, man. We got the right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, it is. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's not not looking great. Not looking great. Wow. Let's see if there's one more push. We'll get one more good angle here as he's turning on to Boylston. So when we when we said Kipchoge could lose today, I think Evan Chabet is the guy that both of us We both thought. said. We both that said. Both thought if somebody's going to do it, it's probably this guy. And now it, it wasn't a showdown between him and Kipchoge. He really demolished Kipchoge. But I don't think anybody's shocked that this is the guy who's about to win the Boston you know. Marathon. And, I mean, I mean, we, we talked we talked some some odds on on our pod, on our Boston Marathon preview podcast last week. And since then, it looked like some um, some more odds came out on some offshore illegal sites, uh, Bavada. That, and that we, that we do not. We do not. Yeah, we have never do, do once in our life behind. ever subscribed to or placed any bets on. But they had Evans Chibet, I believe it was like plus 2,000. Oh, my which God. Which is crazy. If I had ever... Bet on Bovada. no, and I think I, I think I, that's and if, one and if, I would have probably made an account for. And if and if we if we had placed bets on with those odds, I think both of us would have taken Evans to bet hundred percent odds, hundred percent. Yeah, like I said, I don't think this is surprising to anybody, and he's just cruising in. Uh, yeah, he's having a nice little celebration jog down Boylston. Now it's going to be a race for second place. And do you think that? How much does that matter to these guys? Uh, I think it's a good chunk of change. Good I chunk of change. I think it's probably like, I think it's probably like twenty grand, twenty thirty grand, something All like right, that. Prediction on the celebration, Steve. What does he do? He seems like a professional. He's probably going just yeah, like quick, I mean, quick hands up, nothing crazy. Yeah. What do you think? Maybe a little gritty. Hands up. Yeah. Hands up. <laughs> hey, no, you know what? I don't think he's going to react. I think he's going to grab the tape and just walk straight. <laughs> just go do, right to his cool down. Yeah. <laughs> Take a swig of water. Say no to the tinfoil blanket and go right in the cool Here down. There we go. Let's gonna, see. Two hands, hands up. up. Airplane motion. Hands down. All right. And yay. Yay. Look at that. Yay. I told you Gay was coming. 
<laughs> the crowd has gone crazy for gay hay. All right. Well, look like at I that. Said, look at that. Twenty dollars richer. Twenty dollars richer. Wish we wish we were able to place bets on this because I think we would both been. I just wish I was we on all, Twitter. Both would have made made significant chunk of change. Hey, that's uh, you went to school with that girl, right? The camera girl at the finish line there. Is that Aisha? I think so. Yeah. Should we call her? Get boots on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, did, did did was anybody able to call him? Yeah, let me see. We literally anybody can call right now. No, she's not. She's a little busy. Should, do you think we can get Evans on the line? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Does anybody have a good line up? Oh, here's Kipchoge. He's taking his right. Wait, is he is he fourth? No. No, no there's no way, we, right? We must have missed. Uh, I wish they showed the finish line. I would like to see where Connor is right now. Well, I will say I'm happy that he's finishing the race because if he dropped out, yeah, there was been, there was rumors. Oh my god, there was rumors that Kipchoge was going to drop out. I'm very happy he didn't because that would have been horrible. Oh, did he? Well, hey, I'm you know I'm I'm glad that. Connor Mann's had the presence of mind to be like, I'm closing in Kipchoge. I got to make my move now. Oh, yeah. You know, and if instead, you of, your chance. instead of just sitting back, you know, I mean, if you, the difference between finishing, you know, eighth and 15th or whatever, wherever he's going to finish in the Boston Marathon is worth a shot at beating Kipchoge. I mean, what is he going to run still so, in Boston? I mean, he's going to be. What do we have? Career finishing fourth here. I think he's going to be sixth, Mike. I know, but time-wise, it's 2.07, and Connor was... I mean, Connor's going to be, like, sub... Yeah. Two... Is that him and that... Yeah, he's going to be, like... So this is, this is our guy, uh, uh, Zuhir uh, Talbi, finishing fifth at Boston Marathon. Huge race. Huge day for this guy. Huge day. All right, and Kipchoge coming storming down Boylston. Soak it in. Give a little, give a, give a little love yeah, to the I boss. Mean, give a little love to Boston, Kipchoge. I know you're not winning, but let's go. Let's let's put your hands up. Do something. Wave to the crowd. This is that weird line, though. It's like you don't want to act like you're some like you know superhero and like be like, oh is. yeah, everyone came out to see me when you're getting when you're finishing in seventh or whatever. Oh no, Mike. Oh no! But, I but, can but, see but, that but, stride behind him. I can see that stride behind him. This is not good, Mike. This is not. Oh, oh! Do you see what I oh, see now? Where did oh, he come, come from? on? No, I just I saw the stride. I saw the stride, and I knew what we were about to see. Scott Fogle oh, no. from the freaking. Oh, con- no. I mean, Connor Mance had this locked up. Oh come on! Uh, I saw it coming. Lord. Oh, what happened? What happened? How did that? We haven't seen this guy on television once all day long. And it's oh no! From the freaking clouds! Oh is no! About Mike. to take the U.S. victory. <laughs> what a joke! Uh, Finishing right behind Kipchoge. Oh uh, man, what happened? God. What happened? Thank Connor? God he didn't beat Kipchoge. My God! <laughs> oh my God! Oh jeez! I wanted to go on like my Connor Mann celebration tour about how excited I am for him that he ran sub two ten at Boston, and now he got. <laughs> oh, that's incredible! 
That's I could incredible. just see the stride. I just saw yeah, the you leg. saw it from his feet. I saw. I just saw the stride. I didn't see anything else, and I was like, "That doesn't look like Connor Mance's stride." Keep joking. It can only mean. It can only mind. mean one thing. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> should we uh, pack in a little bit for the? Uh, yeah, yeah. The let's ladies, we'll, let's, let's give through. it a rest, and we'll uh, we'll come back for the women's. All right. All right, so we're coming down. We're in about the last mile here for the women's race. Uh, Emma Bates has fallen back to fifth place, and she's holding that pretty strong. She doesn't look like she's going to compete for top four, but that's fine. I think a really valiant effort out of Emma Bates. I mean, this is top five finish. And I she mean, was, this is she was with the lead pack with three miles to go. Yeah, I mean, it was a gutsy leading, race. Like it was leading the lead pack with three miles to yeah, go. Yeah, I mean, it was it was an extremely gutsy race. I think there's this is going to be like a true breakout race from a base even though she's already had a few of those in the past year i think like this is a is a statement race for her i think it's something that she should be really proud of um but it looks like uh bariso and or obiri are kind of breaking away here um bariso she's got the wow so this is uh she's 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 making a gap coming in underneath the bridge heading up to hereford um, so this is, she's a Dathan Ritzenheim athlete that was talked into doing, they were just saying on the broadcast, talked into doing Boston. Um, she was looking at jumping up to the marathon and she wanted to do something faster, but I guess Dathan really talked her into doing, uh, Boston, which is exciting. So Bariso, she's got the, we were talking about on the podcast last week. She has the third fastest women's marathon time of all time. So she has a two fourteen marathon, and she's getting gapped pretty good by Obiri right looks now. Like she's hurting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's. it's you know, I mean, she looks incredible. Yeah, and I coming mean, into this last stretch, and we talked a little bit about it earlier in the podcast today. How it was kind of setting up where Emma, unfortunately, was doing all the work, and it was going to be a fairly tactical race in this last ten k, and it was and it's definitely looking like that. But hey, don't count Bariso out. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I just did. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is. Oh man, Obiri's looking over his shoulder. This is gonna. This is. Boylston's not easy, man. I, I mean, know, this is so strong. It is right way now. longer than you think, and we might get a little bit of a closer finish than we originally thought just a couple minutes ago. So, is this her first marathon, or I don't know. Look it up. I mean, we, we our, definitely, we, we definitely didn't stats talk. and research department on that. We definitely didn't talk about her in no, our in our in, a, in our preview, uh, which. You know, hey, anybody in the uh, anybody in the audience, if you want to look that up, that'd yeah. be greatly appreciated. I, I pinged our stats and research department. Steve. They're, they're all right. They're working on it. So she's fighting down the home stretch here, man. This has got to be this has got to be a brutal stretch, and you're leading the Boston Marathon, and you know you got to kick her on you. Oh I mean, man, she is a big, strong runner. Like, she, she is. is uh, she is a presence out there. Oh, and here comes who's that? Who's that? Uh, this angle's so tough. It yeah, I know. It, so it always makes it close than, than it is. All right, let's go. Obiri looks like she is at where she's at. She's at Atlantic Fish on Boylston, passing Starbucks. Yeah, she's she's starting to play. Max Brenner about too. to pass Marathon Sports, but coming into the finish line. I'm not even gonna say it because I don't want to take away from. Obiri right now. Get out of the way. Oh, my Get out of the way. Yellow Jacket getting in the way. What What is going on? 
No, nah, they're trying to. Is she come? Is Obiri coming in the wrong side of the? No, line? no, they want the they, they want, want the, the leader to come in on the tape, and then everybody. Else. I mean, that but was, that's ridiculous. That's crazy though. Like, when somebody's that it. close, get over it. Two twenty one in the finish. There she is. So the official for people that were wondering what the heck was just going on. Obiri comes, so they they try to have the the winners go to the tape on the left, and everybody else go to the right. And the official jumped in the way and was waving Bariso over to the over to the right. You know, before the race is even over, you can't do that. Like literally, forty yards from the finish. Yeah, <laughs> let him run, buddy. Let him run. And Emma, Emma Bates, Bates come across the finish line to fifth at the Boston Marathon. That's an incredible race. Yeah. Sox already got runners on first and second. I know, Joel. I'm not oh, happy about you it. Either, some, bud. Somebody from the crowd, somebody in our studio audience here is getting a little I'm rowdy. Happy. I mean, I get it. Brian Bayo, we've been waiting his comeback, and all of a sudden, first two batters of the game, like on base. And oh, Hunter no. Hunter Renfro, welcome back to Boston. Oh, Good no. God. Okay, well. Hunter Renfro just launches a three-run home run the first inning of the Red Sox game. And the crowd, the audience here is unhappy about it. It's unhappy about it. I get it. All right, well, hey, let's... let's. ran the New York Marathon in 2022. Last year, so just past fall. Unofficial from the stats and research. All right, well, maybe take a take a quick break here and wrap up before the, the day's over here, Mike. Yeah, we got some raw emotion from Ob- Obiri uh, with her daughter. And yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> Trentel, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Trent, you're live on the podcast. What's up, two crew? <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys? Where are we at? Where, where, well, tell me about the party. What's, what's, uh, what's the peak to we viewing party look like? Well, we, uh, there, oh, there, there's a lot of stinky diapers and child, children's toys scattered throughout my living room right now. That's what the party looks like. But also, three to four hundred people came for the live show. So, no, three to four hundred people, somewhere in that range. We yeah. haven't specified. Some, and did the weather contribute to this decision to stay home? Part of it. Uh, child care played a big role in it yeah are, are you yeah, well, dis- are you disappointed in us trent no no i mean i'm across the country so how can i be disappointed in you for <laughs> making the effort out? my my fiance is running and yet i'm still just out here uh out here unfortunately working i've been i've been blessed to have a massachusetts-based like job or employer at least even when i was working in different areas that gave me marathon monday off uh but but that's gone now. That's uh, it's all it's all disappeared as I moved to Idaho. So I no longer get this 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 holiday. So at least you guys have the day off and get to take it in, and can give me your hot takes on everything. Yeah. So I I actually have the opposite. I this is my first time I've had Marathon Monday off in like seven years. So I'm I'm fully embracing it. Uh, See, do you have any Do you have any live updates on Megan? Uh, live update's doing well, steady. Uh, she didn't kick off till 11.15 your time, so she's about 15K in is what the, the Boston Marathon tracker's telling us. And uh, she's uh, keeping a nice steady pace, so so far so good. I've seen a couple pictures from uh, her parents sent me. It looks miserable out there, 
uh, looks soaking wet. I don't know. Is it still raining? Is it still pouring? Oh, it's still pouring. It's still pouring. Do, do you have any hot takes on uh, Kipchoge? Well, that's that's what I wanted to hear from you guys. Did he do enough to be the GOAT? I mean, sixth place is, is kind of on that fringe. Kind of seems like he fell apart looking at uh, – Looking at his, you know, pacing for the day. So, uh, give me, give me your takes on it, Steve. Well, Trent, I'm, I'm in a little. Is it's tough because I'm on the record of saying fifth place. He needed to be fifth place or higher, and he finished sixth. So I think I'm undecided. He was 20 seconds away from losing to Scott Fobble. Did you see that? I did. Fobble, <laughs> I'm sure Fobble could see him coming down some of the home stretches. I mean, there's definitely could. Uh, two guys that, you know, not sure who I was rooting for in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mance was tracking him down the entire, you know, last 10K there, and it looked like Mance was going to catch him. And then out of nowhere, the home stretch, Fobble hasn't been shown on the broadcast a single time, and he just pops up behind Elliot Kipchoge. He's just right there, yeah. And then McDonald was intense, so Mance must yeah. have fallen a little bit yeah. at the end there. But... I don't know. I, it seems like Kipchoge was in it for, what, the first, I don't know, first, like, 17, 18 miles or so? Is that Probably is that more. Accurate? I think probably 20, yeah. 21. He kind of fell off right before. Actually, right around Heartbreak Hill, he kind of yeah. fell off the pack. Mm, I mean, I mean that's the indicative of a of a, a flat course marathon. You know? Exactly, per- Trent. Perfect condition yeah, I mean, type. That's, yeah. that's what we've been saying since day one. Boston Marathon is a different beast. And uh, you take you take a guy that has been racing pretty much in a sterile, flat environment and put him on the Boston course, anything can happen. Yeah, pour, pouring rain and the heartbreak hill really uh, really took it out of him. Although, and you guys you guys call him reading some headline right now. Evans Chabet stuns Kipchoge. I don't even call that a stun. Yeah, we, not if you listen to peak, peak too early. Yeah, we were just talking mm-hmm. about that. I don't think I don't think any anybody is like you shouldn't be shocked that Chabet. We I I'm a little shocked at the way Kipchoge fell off so early. I'm not shocked that Chibet beat him. No. No, I wasn't surprised to see that. You know, based on based on my research of listening to your guys' uh, marathon preview. Yeah. I was uh, Chibet. No no surprise there that he took the, the W. Trent, any any uh any updates for the for the peak too early listeners on your life? How you doing? Are you uh are you running at all? What's uh what's life out west looking like for you? Uh, so not running really. Well, sometimes. So when I travel for work, you know, that's when I work in some jogs. I've always said running and traveling is kind of the best time to do. But when I'm home, I don't see running as part of my, uh, my schedule. I'm still trying to ski as much as I can. I'm waiting to send you guys a picture of, uh, of, um, of woodwork day out here, but I'm still looking at a snowy filled yard. There's a ton of snow still, huh? So yeah, a lot of snow. There was a great, there was a good spring skiing day. I almost sent you the woodwork, you know, picture of. I was uh, some people out just, you know, in their spring skiing outfits, which kind of was fitting. But, um, but then that, no, I mean, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, just holding down on the ranch out here and uh, trying to learn how to lasso cows and stuff like that. Hey, I tell you guys about ski joring. That's kind of like. Uh, the, uh, the, the kind of most fun little local event recently was ski joring, which I think you guys would have fun with, but basically a horse pulls a skier, uh, through a track. And so you got like real cowboys just, you know, getting these horses sprinting as fast as they can with, with skiers hanging on by a rope behind them. 
Um, so maybe maybe that's my new my new event instead of riding. That seems like a little more fun. Be on the horse or skiing? Definitely not the horse. The horse people were true cowboys. Like they had their boots and hats on and and were you know screaming and and it was kind of freaky being close to them. I think what you need to do is get ahead of the game and start working on handicapping that. <laughs> if if you were to watch this thing, it's there's no doubt it doesn't become like the next big winter sport. <laughs> You're gonna be seeing the Olympics soon enough. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I think uh, I'll just have to start following the circuit around here and, and be an expert. That, that's how I'll spend my free time now. Just be a, just be a, a handicapper. Mm-hmm. Any other hot takes from you guys in the marathon, women's side, or just the, the, the coverage? You guys, uh, anything that I missed over here? Uh, Emma Bates, Emma fifth Bates. place. Yeah. Are that amazing? Emma Bates. Uh, on the coverage. Oh, we got it. We got it. We got some. Yeah, we're falling the, uh, apart over here a little bit. Audience over here that's getting a little out of hand. So we might have to attend to that soon. We have to but kick them out. Credit to the coverage. Not a ton of like. Not a ton of. Um, uh, like human interest, no, like no, yeah, it, it pretty much stuck to the race. So. Although Steve was upset about the dead dog thing, but we never talked Dude, about that. They, yeah, what's the dog's name? I don't know the Spencer. the golden retriever Spencer. Spencer. Yeah, and they start they start off by talking about Spencer the dog, the dog that's famous for having the the flags in its mouth at you know a certain point in the race every year. They start talking about Spencer, and then halfway through the story on Spencer, they just say that he died this year, and it's like you have to lead with that. You can't. Get me all excited about this cute golden retriever, and then drop a bomb on me that he's dead halfway through the story. Yeah, that's a little harsh, but I also <laughs> it's like, it's hey, let's it, it, let's let's remember Spencer, the you know the Boston strong dog, and then talk a little bit about it. you can't talk about the dog and then tell me he's dead. It, that, that's not how this works. Uh, I guess I guess that's the key to having a human interest story that actually makes us interested is is animals, uh, sure. dogs, things like that. Well, you can you can cut away from the leaders to give me a Spencer the dog story, uh, and and that's where the line is drawn. So at least I I saw it sounds like terrible coverage, but at least we figured out what is an acceptable human interest story and what is not. It's fair. Hey, uh, you know, uh, we're kind of coming to the end of the podcast. Do we want to do we want to hit a bell lap real quick? Should I, should I see if I can get the right one here? Yeah, Mike, why don't you hit us with a bell lap? Let's see. Hold on. All right, Mike, what do you got people on the bell lap? Could you hear that, Trent? Did that work? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> soundboard and everything, baby. Yeah, can you believe how much better we're getting at this stuff now? Maybe I'm, that's my bell app, but I'll let you go. I'm calling it. Uh, my bell app, I want to, you know, all the results haven't come in yet, but I want to give a shout out to our guy, Nick Kirkpatrick, at uh, finishing in two minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, Kenny Venaco is on a 245 pace. My guy, Matt Tardiff, uh, just, you know, got started a little late. Obviously, shout out to Megan. She's on a good pace, too. So it's early, but just give a shout out to some. Oh, Danny G is out there on the course ripping it up so uh yeah shout out to, to all the people we know who, who ran boston today trent you got anything for the people on the bell lap yeah absolutely and i can't let this opportunity go without calling out the fact that uh the equipment just died and i'm redoing my bell lap here after the the confident brag by michaelson but there's, no, there's absolutely that. no proof of that <laughs> well well they'll just have to trust me uh too you can trust me on this one but 
shout out to Megan for, for crushing the marathons today and, and doing well. And hopefully she continues to do well, but I'm sure she will. Uh, shout out to my, my brother-in-law in law, I guess, Mark, who's out there running his very first marathon as well. And shout out to all the spectators that made it to Boston. I've done Boston on a pouring rain day. It's uh, it's still fun. It's not a, it's not ideal conditions to begin your full spectating party on, but uh, for those of you that are on the course today, uh, good on you for making Boston uh, for making Boston what it is. For my bell up, I'm going to run down a quick list of uh, some two crew that are out here today. Uh, shout out to Tony Lee, 253 finish. Paulo Amaral, a 245 finish. Ben Healy with a 236 finish. Christopher McIsaac, a 249 finish. Andrew Downey, 245 finish. We got Laurie. Uh, how do you say that last name, Mike? Laurie. The Michener. Michener, okay. Laurie Michener. She's on pace for a 344. Um, let's see who else do we got. Tim Mann is uh, looks like he's got a 258 marathon sneaking under the the uh, the three hour barrier. We got Michael Swanton uh, ran a 230. Or is, let's see, is he on pace? He's on pace for a 310 finish. And we got a uh, longtime two crew, Brock Holt. Looks like he's on a 520 uh, marathon pace. He's about halfway through the uh, the the marathon here. So, uh, congratulations to everybody that ran today. Um, yeah, other than that, other than that, boys, I wouldn't run faster, but I peaked too early. Mike, hit me with the jokes. Jokes is on a vacation far away. And don't forget